Madden Luke's Sci-Fi Sanctuary. The year is 3013. The galaxy is scintillating in the mellow light. Two galactic pilgrims seek out vistas in the samurai future to bring forth the unity of the cosmic shaman. Opening the door of the pantheon of mystics, the evil sorcerer wizard powers the engine of science, seeking to forever alter the sacred balance, traveling on effervescent balls of summer fire. This week, Sonic the Hedgehog. In the year 1991, Sega thought they could have a Poppet Mario. Poppet Mario. Hey, it's a bar. It's a it's a Sonic today. Yeah. That doesn't work. Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. So, uh, we're releasing this one at a real weird time, because everyone else has just done their Sonic episode when it came out in the West. But we were kind of waiting to see if it would actually hit theaters here in Japan. It was, it was meant to do it at the end of March, and then right before release was when everything shut down. Yeah, because in the rest of the world, it's the end of February, where right. we were planning to go see this in the theater and do it, and, um... Yeah, then everything fell apart, at least uh, in terms of going to the movie theater for a while. Yeah, so we're doing it sort of weirdly. It's not old yet, but it's not quite new anymore. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're, uh, we're pairing this. We're giving you your uh, GameCube versus Dreamcast challenge, where this one goes up with uh, Detective Pikachu. Are you releasing them as like a double bill then? I think so. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you have two episodes this week, aren't you lucky, boys and girls? <laughs> all video games, all video games. I've really only played the original Sonic game, mostly, I think. I don't think I played many of the other ones. So yeah, my, um, my grandmother had the Sega Master System. So that was the first console I played on, and I played, like, old-school Sonic games. And I think we got a Mega Drive after. Kid Sorry, Icarus was actually supposed to be the Mario meter for... You mean Alex Kidd. Yes, I do. Kid Icarus was on Nintendo. You're right. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Alex Kidd. Yeah. See, he didn't stick, so I've forgotten it all. Yeah. The, um, <laughs> but yeah, I was, like, kind of like how Batman was literally created to be Detective Comics Superman. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sonic was just like, okay, we need a platform mascot for our brand. And they were like, did what they thought was the coolest thing at the time in, like, the year 91. So he's full of sass, he wiggles his finger, he's... Sometimes you wear shades and stuff. <laughs> um, so the weird thing is, like, I mean, I'm a Nintendo fan, right? Because Mario is just, you can't get better than Mario. I have loads of nostalgia for Sonic. I love everything about Sonic, apart from playing Sonic games. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mentioned this in an earlier podcast. Um, I, I, I did, I went over to across the street and played Sonic plenty. I have the emulator on my computer if I want to get down to Sonic now, but... Most of my memories of Sonic are like toy stores in the early 90s where they'd let you play for like a minute and then we just like snap on back to the title screen. Right. <laughs> so yeah, I, I played it as a kid and I've got it on my Switch actually. I had a little go last night. It's like, you know, it's, it's a fun little game. It's just when you've played a lot of Mario, any other platformer just doesn't come close. Is the theme song as catchy, less catchy? I do like How's it right with Mario? The thing with the Mario theme song is I've heard it remixed and rejigged and re-recorded so many times. You for, it's like, 
It's like, you remember when you told me that, um, is it Beethoven wrote Twinkle Twinkle Little Star? No, yeah, Mozart. Mozart. And I was like, oh yeah, it didn't even occur to me that someone wrote that. It just <laughs> feels like it's there in the ether, right? It's just part of the human instinct. He might have been using a folk melody there too, but like, I don't that's remember. That's how the Mario theme feels to me. It's just, it's like, it just emerged from the code. Oh! Like, it just exists. I put this, it's in the car. When we get back to the car, yeah. we'll play it. Um, I put it in a Miles Davis album, uh, Get On With It or something. It's 1974. There's this 20 minute jam and the bass player, 74. Mm. Bass player the whole time. Oh, the underground music? <laughs> it was Miles Davis. Right? Yeah, yeah, nice. the underground music, right. But yeah, uh, and it's, now you can't hear it without like thinking that Miles Davis is trying to jam the, out the Mario theme. So yeah, so to me, the like underground the theme. Mario theme is like legit timeless. Whereas the Sonic theme is just like, it transports me back directly to the 90s. Yeah, I find it slightly annoying, I think. Um, do you know who did a lot of this Sonic the Turtle 3 soundtrack? Who's that? Michael Jackson. I guess he likes Sonic. But okay. I think most of what he made didn't end up in the game. Mm. But there's still loads of weird right stuff with that soundtrack. So it doesn't <laughs> like, that game doesn't get released as much as 1 and 2. Has Sonic ever been fully successful? Yeah, it was, it was the bomb in the 90s. Okay. Because I was going to say, so my love for Sonic isn't games, it's comic books. There we go, there we go. So it's like we had Sonic the comic in the UK, and America had a whole separate Sonic comic book, the Archie ones. And ours was just, you know, a lot better. Um, <laughs> Haven't read and won't argue. <laughs> yeah, uh, but um, I'll give a little shout out here to, you should check out Sonic the comic, the podcast. They're <laughs> going through the mystery play issue. <laughs> uh, basically, you know, we had Stuart on the other week who was doing his Transformers one. They're doing the same thing, but in podcast form and for Sonic. Okay. So they go through not just like the eight page Sonic story, but also all the other stories in the issue, the game reviews, blah, blah, blah. Now, the movie here did, it, it, it was reasonably successful, wasn't it? I, I guess it got. It little... had the best opening weekend of a computer game movie. Okay, that's why I, I don't think it had as good a tale as Detective Pikachu. No, and well, nothing had a tail because everything right, right, went yeah, down. So it, you can't judge anything this year, like right for the two weeks or three weeks or whatever. It was in a relative, relatively normal state but of movie going. It, seemed it to do is. Okay. I mean, spoilers for when we get to end this podcast. It's just it's a kids film, mm. <laughs> but it's it's good for a kids film. But this is very much a kids film. We haven't dropped any f bombs yet, right? Yeah, I guess maybe I try not to. Yeah, this is releasing it with the Pikachu. One. <laughs> oh man, because you know I was gonna just shout. Fuck Sonic. Uh, now, I, now I gotta bleep that out, okay. You're gonna use the Pikachu or you're gonna use like a little bling for the rings or whatever? I don't know. I like the Pikachu. <laughs> I might go with the Pikachu. Just get your wife to go, Sonic! Yeah, sure. She'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now, now you know how we do this. We have all of our off-mic discussions like on-mic. Yep. <laughs> so, um, but like to the point that when we're... The, when I'm meeting Matt to record a podcast, I just, like, don't talk to him for the time until we get to it. I don't want to say anything. <laughs> yeah, we already said a few things about Batman. Oops. Because <laughs> I was watching it in your car. Yeah. <laughs> but this will be coming out after Batman, I guess. I don't, yeah. Because we're almost into Nolan months. So. Oh, I, I don't know. I'm mm. just, just flesh order for the time. You've got maybe. a habit of just, like, banging them out multiple ones at a time. It's like, the point of getting a backlog is so you can, we've got a backlog. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um... I, you want to, uh, the, the build-up to this movie, uh, okay, the, it's Jim Carrey's coming out as Goofy Guy again, which is yes. weird after his girlfriend died, he went on Illuminati Dark, then he went Enlightened, then he tried to be Jesus for a while, yep. and now he's back to being Goofy. Can, it, can you do that? Apparently you can, because yeah, I loved it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you can when you're Jim Carrey and you're that good at being Goofy. Yeah, he does, I mean, 
it does seem like he's coming up and like doing a bit of his greatest hits, but mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, he, he pulls it off okay, uh, much better than you expect since he hasn't done this for what 20 years. Yeah, um, what was has he done it since Batman Forever? He's done it since Batman Forever, I think. Didn't he do the Ace Ventura sequel after that? Oh, maybe, yeah. I think, even, oh, yeah, there's quite a big gap between the two Ventura's. I think there? even after even Bruce Almighty was a bit. Yeah, me, myself, Irene. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he did it, but that even all that stuff we're talking about is around the year 2000. So right. this is definitely yeah. a jump back into that water. And uh, I don't know, you want to tell the story behind that water? Yeah, I guess I will. Sonic is a little blue hedgehog that can go real fast. He lives with an owl on an alien planet until some master kidnas attack to try to take his power for their own. Using some magic rings, he flees from world to world, always hiding, always running. Meanwhile, on Earth, Tom Wachowski is a small town cop who wants to be a big town cop. When Sonic, hiding out in the little town of Green Hills, Montana, gets frustrated at his loneliness and accidentally creates an EMP, the government send drone specialist Dr. Robotnik to acquire the alien. Hijinks ensue, a chase, a road trip, and a final confrontation in which our hedgehog hero sends the dastardly Doc away to a boring, stinky mushroom planet. Next up, Tails. You've got to admit, I did find a Green Hill Zone to record in today. Yeah, and we're talking about like the Dreamcast and the GameCube, and we've even got it can't load the draw distance, so that's just missed if you go 200 meters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's cool too. <laughs> Does the original Sonic game really have a plot? I mean, the plot yes. is he runs. No, there has, but it's all in like the manuals, and that's what the point of all these comics was, right? Was to flesh out this story. So there was like a Bible, and a this is the plot of Sonic. What is the plot of video game Sonic? It's not this. No, he's a freedom fighter fighting against Dr. Robotnik's evil rule. He is like, basically this Sonic is an entirely different character to the Sonic in the games. Because Sonic is, A, the reason you love him in the games is because he's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and B, he's like, he's actively fighting against Robotnik. Right, here Robotnik kind of comes up. Is it even on Earth? No. Okay. It's on Planet Mobius. The only human you ever see is Robotnik. Right, right. I think once you get into, like, the Dreamcast ones, there's, like, Earth and government agencies, and he, like, kisses a woman. <laughs> I, I think I've already been pretty forthright that on, on the GameCube versus um, Dreamcast, I'm down with Dreamcast, because that's my favorite console. Right. I don't think I did Sonic on that one, though. No. no but basically, Sonic did not transition to 3D well. Okay. Whereas Mario did. So, they... It, maybe there was a debate in the 90s, but like once you get to the N64, it's not even a contest anymore. Yeah, the Dreamcast does not win because of Sonic. It wins because of Soul Calibur, San Francisco Rush, and is it Power Stone? Yeah, well, that basically the Dreamcast was the last, the last generation where having arcade games was impressive. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and now, like, the arcade looks 20 years behind the consoles. 
With, with the actors, we already did Jim Carrey a bit. Um, I feel like I'll have more to say about Jim Carrey, but yeah. I think that'll come out like organically, so yeah. let's uh, throw, I guess, James Martin in the mix. Has he been in anything in the past five years? He did that film Hop, which was basically this film. Oh, okay. I didn't see Hop. <laughs> I haven't it's, seen it, but it's yeah, it's him like on a road trip with a CG animal. <laughs> is that what he does now? He just brings a stereotypical white dude face to your family film? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Because, yeah, he's just... He's just like... I guess he's the typical B-list actor. Yeah. Like, he's big. He's in big films. But he's never, like... I didn't number understand. one star, unless he's in something a bit second tier. Yeah. Is he the number one star here? No, that's Carrie. No, that's Sonic. They're... It's an ensemble cast, but not really. Yeah, I would say Sonic and Carrie are the stars, but because they're both wacky, <laughs> he's got to just be the straight guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his wife, is that actress? Of... I didn't recognize her, I'm afraid. Okay, okay. Anyway, she, she came across as being fine in the movie, so that's cool. She was fine, but she was like, she was just Hollywood love interest, right? Yeah. She didn't really have much to say or do. Who else is it? That's all that's in this movie. Those are the people in this movie. And I like the robotic sidekick. Oh yeah, he's yeah. Pretty funny. The tool. He like he's super. He like worships robotic and robotic just bullies him all the time. That's yeah. great. I, I kept thinking of a few weeks ago with uh, Space is a Place in Sunra with uh, the the overseer's uh, sidekick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the boy. far. This is the far more G or PG rated uh, version of that, of course. But let's get back to Jim Carrey. Um, the I guess the scene that the only scene there's two scenes that stick in my mind for Jim Carrey. Mm. One is him going full on fire marshal Bill outside of James Martin's door. Yep. Because he's just trying to talk to him like a normal person and comes across like an absolute maniac. Yeah. Which is hysterical. And, and then of course him on the Mushroom Planet finally getting the, his proper haircut. Yeah, 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 and his huge <laughs> mustache. Um, apparently he's even said in interviews like if they do a sequel he wants to wear a fat suit. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so he'll be real Robotnik by then. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, it's fine before, but once you saw that, it's like, why, why wasn't this, like, what we saw the whole time? Well, I guess this was, like, an origin. So, in most of the, like, comics and stuff, the idea is that he was a good doctor called Kinterbor, and an accident turned him into Robotnik. Oh, okay. So, I'm surprised they didn't do that. But, yeah, he's just... Well, I mean, he's a guy who makes drones, so you know he's a bad guy. There's an ant on the iPad. I There's ants everywhere, because... We're just in a pile of rocks which are stabbing me in the ass in the back. On Green the top Hill of the Zone. <laughs> it's Green Hill Zone. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, the point of Green Hill Zone is you're meant to run through it fast, not stop and sit down. <laughs> <laughs> well, you lose your range, you gotta sit for a little bit. So, I see you had a note. You're like, uh, he's no Ryan Reynolds, I even had to look up his name. Uh, I actually love Ben Schwartz. <laughs> he used to be in loads of College Humor YouTube videos. Okay. Back in the day. And then he went on, he had like some Netflix specials. He's been on a few podcasts I listened to, and now he seems to have broken big in voice acting. Okay. He I, was Leonardo in like a recent Turtles thing as well. Yeah, I guess like the, most of the things you mentioned simply aren't on my radar. I've seen some mm. of the College Humor stuff, but I don't know if I came across his or not. I just kept watching Bat Fight most of the time. Oh, the Batman? Bat Fight with Will Ferrell. Oh, okay. <laughs> circle in and circle in, circle somewhere. Where in the end he just gets pummeled by Craig Robinson. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bat, it's a good video. Y'all should look up Batfight. I'll show it to you later. <laughs> okay. But yeah, um, I'm a big like. In this, he's just fine, right? He's just kids' movie lead. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't sparkle. Cause I, like in Detective Pikachu, 
you know, it was definitely a defanged Ryan Reynolds, but it still came across as like, you know, A-list movie star doing the voice. Yeah, yeah. Well, that film felt like it wasn't a straight-up kids film in the way that this does. Yeah. This is very much aimed at, like, Sonic does the, what's it called? I forgot the name of the dance now. One of the kids do. The Macarena. No, oh, God, no. <laughs> that would have been fine. The Lombarda. Lombarda's about the same Flossed. age as he He flossed was. twice in this film. Oh, okay. <laughs> he was flossing, was he? Yep. I was like, ugh. But, I don't know, that's what the kids are into, and I'm sure kids loved it. Kids into flossing, okay. You know, like, <laughs> there was one joke that got a legit big laugh out of me. Was it? Was the breastfeeding gag. Remind me on <laughs> Robotnik's that. Robotnik's like, I was writing formulas while you were still puking up formula. And then James Marston's like, actually, I was breastfeeding. Okay, nice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got that now. I think, I think what it, because the full line is, nice, rub it in that I'm an orphan. But there's such a pause after nice that it's like, nice, you sucked a tit when you were a kid. <laughs> yeah, it definitely lets you think about it first. So. It's just like, that was fun. Well, that's where the guy has some timing, doesn't he? Well, he's Jim Carrey, right? He's yeah. Like, no. You don't need a great script for Jim Carrey to make it funny. No, no. I, I guess Jim Carrey, I, I definitely prefer him with a bit better of a script. Um, Ace Ventura never quite did it for me for whatever reason. Yeah, and then it gets really transphobic at the end, so. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like Dumb and Dumber pretty well. Dumb and Dumber's for good, yeah. For some reason. Um, God, where like I've said before, I like the mask in the scenes where he's wearing the mask. The rest of the film is really boring. Yeah. It's, never... because, it's because the whole point of that one is like he's only really Jim Carrey when he's got the mask on. You didn't watch Son of the Mask, right? God, no. I saw that once, and I, I was depressed for the rest of the day. <laughs> it, was, it's, it actually made me depressed. It's a, supposed to be a comedy. Well, I spent a week watching um, all four Rambo films, so oh, <laughs> that made me pretty bummed out. Prepping for the new one. Yeah, I'm going to go watch it tonight. That's going to bum me out more. Yeah, I know. The, the, those films are just like, the world just gets worse all the time. Rambo 3 doesn't bum me out, though. No, Rambo 3 is ridiculous. <laughs> but the point of that film is that it's so dumb to invade Afghanistan. <laughs> Americans great for never trying to do something and as the, stupid as that. And the hero is the, the Taliban. Yep. That's well, it's, it's the precursor of the Taliban. It's uh, right. Yeah, right, right, right. Excuse me. You are correct. But then the moral of Rambo 4 is better to kill people than not kill people. <laughs> like, there's a character who at the start of the film is like, no violence doesn't solve anything. I'm a doctor. I'm going to go and help. And at the end of the film, he bludgeons a guy to the death with a rock. <laughs> it's like, that's his character arc. Rambo taught him that you should kill people. <laughs> so you learn from Rambo. What'd you yeah. learn from Sonic? Gotta go fast. <laughs> oh, friends are important. Oh. He just made the friends. Oh, he, he doesn't even know them yet. I know. It's more like he made a dad. Sonic's not meant to have a dad. <laughs> Sonic's your cool older brother who doesn't play by the rules. Look at those tails. No, no, Tails is like the kid who looks up to Sonic. Oh, no, no, Shadow, excuse me. Oh, yeah, Shadow's... That's when it starts getting a bit. <laughs> that's, that's the poochie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the peak was Knuckles. Anything after Knuckles, I'm a bit like, eh. Right. Blaze the Cat was okay. I've got something to show you. Okay. It looks like a dirty Sonic game. 
<laughs> penis the penis too? <laughs> but it's still Sonic. That's it, it's just that. That's it? Yeah. Okay. I love that video. I kind of made that joke for, for the Gonzo. <laughs> I kind of made that joke for Gonzo Riffic. Where I made a tag for them which ends with a kind of like a deek, but a titty. Right? Yeah, nice. <laughs> but, <Dick>. uh, <laughs> Um, design on this movie is, what, non-existent? Well, we saw the design beforehand. Yeah, it's like they hire just people and gave them jobs to do, and none of them really talk to each other. So are we going to talk about the early version of Sonic first? We've got to, right? Okay, let's do it. I kind of... You know, this film reminds me of another film which came out last year, Venom. And <laughs> that they just feel like they were made in a different age, when, like... When you were adapted something, you didn't have to care about the source material. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like that version of Sonic would have felt more like the, this is the 90s movie that doesn't quite understand why kids like Sonic. Which is what I wanted to see, right? <laughs> like, they definitely made the right call changing him. Although it is bad that they told, taught nerds that they can get away with demanding something like what, that. What was the issue with him before? He just looked terrifying. He had, like, creepy teeth and hands and... Like, just the wrong color and the wrong face and everything was wrong with it. Okay. I know I've seen it, but yeah. um, I, I, I do know, for me, the one I'm much more interested in is the butthole cut of cats. Yes. I don't really care too much about seeing a, a different version of the Sonic. I would like to see the film with the whole the whole thing with the wrong Sonic, if that exists. But. <laughs> well, they, they, they are putting out these geek cuts more and more, aren't they? Yep. <laughs> Release the Snyder cut. Release the horrible Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. So, we talked Robotnik, uh, they, they totally nail him right at the end, and the rest of the movie, they don't so much. Yeah, I mean, he's got a Tash and some goggles, and he sends drones after Sonic, so it's not like he's not Robotnik. Yeah. But, yeah, it's a... It, this is like a 2000s X-Men movie version of a villain. Yeah. Not like the modern Marvel movie version where it's like, oh yeah, this guy just stepped off the page. So he was a genius raised by the government, with who's not technically on the records. I have no idea. I yeah, what? Well, I guess he's just the guy who makes their drones, but then they called him in to also lead an operation. Maybe drones and EMPs are related in some way. Well, they, they just said, like, he's our best science guy. Science guy, like Bill Nye, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Bill Nye doesn't really have an advanced degree. Well, this guy apparently has fifth degrees. Right. Five degrees. Right, right. I'm just like, if you're going to be a science guy, you should have at least, like, one PhD, right? Eh. I don't know. I don't know. What was They're Tesla's, anyway. Tesla's credentials. Oh, well. <laughs> that he was David Bowie? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, the very first bit. The first shot where you see him, like, in Mobius, yeah. Yeah. That looked amazing. Yeah, that looks like Sonic. I mean, really, we couldn't do more than two minutes there? Well, that's the thing, because they are currently making a Mario movie. But that's going to be a fully animated movie. Which, yeah, would have been better in this case as well, right? Yeah. But then it could have been the proper Sonic story where it's him and all the characters and... Jim Carrey can voice Robotnik. Yeah. I mean, that, that makes a lot more sense. I guess maybe Detective Pikachu just set this weird precedent. Well, they were too close together. So presumably they were both being made at the same time. Because think, if this had not had the terrible Sonic and needed the redesign, it would have come out last year. They'd have been out in the same year. I will say I'm definitely more likely in the future to give Detective Pikachu a second watch than this one. Right. Um, 
I, I got in a time loop on this one again too, where my computer crashed and I had to go back and redo like 30 minutes of notes. So it's so <laughs> almost like I, I've already rewatched some of it. Okay. But uh, yeah, that happened last time with Color Out of Space. I was more happy to rewatch a chunk of that though than Sonic. But yeah, this this one is just like it feels like one of those films where it's like the studio was like, okay, what's our live action family movie for this quarter? See, so, oh, we could get hold of that Sega license. All right. I didn't see that the big run of those types of movies in the 90s. Because I'm a little older, so I was already in high school, and we weren't going to see all those. I think we went to see Babe Pig in the City because of George Miller, but... Right. <laughs> what am I thinking of? I'm thinking of, like... Well, I'm thinking of, like, the first X-Men. I'm thinking of, like, the Turtles movies. Yeah. Just where it's, like, you do it live action, but you can't really do most of what was in the cartoon. Masters of the Universe, that's what this film reminds me of. Yeah. We can't okay. afford to set it in Eterna, so it's just on Earth. Yeah. And you get, like, five minutes of He-Man at the start and the end. <laughs> did uh, the live action even have Eternia in it at all? I don't think... I think they did come from there, but you don't see it. Right. At least we get to see it. Well, he does, he's not even a transforming He-Man in that one, is he? I don't remember. I, I don't think he's ever Prince Adam in the film. Okay. Uh, uh, maybe we'll get to that sometime. Definitely. <laughs> that's another one where I probably have not actually seen it since it was the 80s. So <laughs> I haven't seen it since I caught it on TV in the 90s. So uh, yeah. a, a new release VHS sort of thing. Yep. Anything else to say about the design? There's, there's only so many things uh -huh. to say about your, your, your hedgehog. Oh, I liked... So those things that attacked at the start looked like they were from Knuckles' tribe, so I like that. Yeah. The drones were generally pretty cool. Yeah, but they didn't... I mean, again, I, this whole film feels like it's, uh, we're doing it tame because we're gonna go crazier in the next one, right? <laughs> so if he turns up in the next one, he looks like Robotnik. He's got crazy robots that are powered by stolen animals. Yeah. Sonic's a bit more of a hero. Tails is there looking up to him. Then, yeah, it could be a lot more fun. But this one just felt like we're gonna tease you with some Sonic, and then we're just gonna give you something that's not really. Yeah. Oh, and Sonic's powers, right? It's just the Flash in this. Oh, yeah, I think that's I not that from down. the games or anything where he has lightning and stuff. Right. Oh, right. That's literally just the Flash. Yeah, I think I, I definitely have something in here. Uh, oh, is this the is this the Flash? These effects mildly suck. Maddie is a woman. That's one of my quotes here. <laughs> <laughs> that was his, his uh, wife's name. Okay. <laughs> that's where I wrote it. Oh, Azerbaijan is not a real country. I wrote that. No, Azerbaijanistan is what you said. Oh, okay. Oh, then that's not a real country, is it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Robotnik plays normal as well as Trump. Oh, oh, here we go. This has to do with design. His drones function on Virtual Boy tech. Yep. <laughs> a little glove thing. Yeah, so I like that. Oh, and uh, you mentioned this as well. They do the, the Quicksilver thing twice or like three times in this film. Yeah, even X-Men kept it like once a film. Yep. <laughs> but like, yeah, they... They're like, oh, we're making a film about a speed guy, so we're going to take the lightning from The Flash and the slow-mo bits from X-Men. Oh, here's a note. Uh, two notes, actually. One is worse than death would be a hep name for a boy band. <laughs> <laughs> also, would Jim Carrey have made a better Dr. Wiley? Ooh. I'm especially going to say since he's older, yes. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I think Dr. Wiley's more fun. Mm. A Mega Man film would be cool. Yeah, I'd rather see a Mega Man film myself. But see, what I want to see is a Mega Man film based on the box art of Mega Man. Where <laughs> <laughs> he's just like a grown man with a gun. Yes, yeah, so if you don't know what we're talking about, please look it up. <laughs> uh, Smell-O-Vision, when Sonic runs to the Pacific and back. When he farts because he ate all those chili dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they... So this was brought up on another podcast, but, like, that scene forces you to confront the fact that Sonic has a butthole. 
<laughs> I'll check your fur on that one, buddy. There we go. Um, like, where's Sonic's junk? Well, I don't think they get an undercarriage shot. Okay. And I guess, like, hedgehogs probably kind of, like, tuck it away, can't they? Right. Dobbin. Oh, couldn't Sonic run up the side of the building? The Flash does that all the time. I think he, he even does stuff like that in this film. Yeah, but suddenly <laughs> he can't make it up that building. I, I put, Sonic's speed only works when the stakes are low, like a Sonic okay. screwdriver. Yep. Pun intended. <laughs> See, but the thing is, the reason they have that rule with the Sonic screwdriver is because, like, that can't be the solution to the story, right? Because it's about the Doctor being smart. This film is about Sonic being fast. So he can solve the problem by being fast. That's fine. <laughs> if I made this film, the climactic battle would have just cut into a playthrough of a Genesis level. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. Have a yeah. city level. That's, yeah, that's San Francisco. Then we cut back to whatever the movie's doing. Cause oh, well, that's a Dreamcast level. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Again, I didn't make it to that point. Come with me and we'll escape from the city. I like singing that one at karaoke. There's not that much that's when we about Two acts, three actors if we count the voice actor. A few things happen, and then it ends. It's not even that long, is it? Um, I mean, I could go right off on one about how messed up it is that Sonic, the ultimate rebel, is teaming up with a cop for this whole movie. Go ahead. And how it glorifies the fact that he wants to go and be a cop in a big city because he thinks that's cooler. Okay, let's like, do that. We need to say something of note here. Yeah, I don't know. Jim Carrey seems okay. Like... It, this film, you can tell it came out in that month and not a month later or whatever, right? Because <laughs> it is very just like, oh yeah, being a cop makes you a good dude. And I'm going to go to San Francisco where I can fight real crime instead of just staying here and helping yeah. people. Yeah, I think I was watching this film as cops were pummeling people and back and forth on uh, the, the, the stronger riot stage of the protests. And like, they have like, oh, Robotnik works for the government and he's the bad guy. But they never really lean into that. The like, you know, the authorities are the bad guys. Right, it's like Robotnik is the bad guy. The authorities, yeah, yeah. of course, they're fine. But like, Sonic is meant to be this huge anti-authority figure. Because <laughs> he, that's why he's cool. <laughs> but yeah, just get. I mean, we're about to go and record one about a Batman film, so I'll save most of my complaints about law enforcement for that. But um, save it from a Minority Report in a few weeks. <laughs> I just feel like this kind of misses the point of Sonic a bit. So I think this film succeeds at what it wanted to do which is just make a fun film for kids and families which might get them interested in buying some sonic merchandise it had no ambition well that that like, was its ambition and detective, it succeeded in that detective pikachu at least had some ambition I mean, it, they changed things like you said like didn't bother me because i don't know pokemon yeah. that well but they they changed the game but they found they because they found like a narrative strain they wanted to follow well and they made it fit into that world they the reason i love detective pikachu because you know the story is only okay but it, it really felt like I was stepping into the world of Pokemon, which I love. Whereas if I was like a huge Sonic fan, there's that one minute at the start which felt like I was stepping into Sonic. And other than that, not really. Is this what it feels like to enter a video game world? You know, I wrote right at the beginning and then we got right out of it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just trying to reference your, your statement from Detective Pikachu. So Yeah, 
So in the challenge, uh, I'm, 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 my side is Dreamcast wins, but yeah, Detective Pikachu definitely wins on the film stakes. I would even say that the Super Mario Brothers movie is a better film than this. <laughs> they both operate in the way that like, if you're just, if you just played the game and were not aware of any peripheral stuff, you didn't even read the manual. That's pretty much right. Then it kind of works as an adaptation, right? Yeah, so that's where I am. I'm like, if I, all you know is like he runs fast and he bashes Robotnik's robots, then yeah, sure, this film kind of does that. So it didn't besmirch the name of Sonic, but Sonic doesn't have a, much of a name to me. Yeah. I guess. So. Well, these days, he's like Sega have been besmirching him for the past like 15 years. So well, it just shows up in the Olympic Games and they, they still put they out. They still put out. Yeah, like, they put 3D out 2020, even though the Olympics was. No, but they, they, they also still make a lot of other Sonic games. Mm. So they're just. Like I said, he just—he never really worked in 3D. What platforms does Sonic show up on anymore? Everything know. now. Okay, everything. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Being a, a, a yeah, Sega don't age. make consoles anymore. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I've, I've got Sonic on my Switch. Right. I just downloaded the original. Oh, okay. So I, I guess for me, I've almost forgotten this film already. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think I'm gonna be like remembering it. So yeah, we'll we'll, we'll toss this into the blood dumpster, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess it's not bad. And if like if you're like oh I need to put something on to entertain my kid for two hours, you won't hate having to sit sit through this. Yeah, it's probably better to spend some time with your kid though. <laughs> Sometimes you don't want to, man. Yeah, <laughs> children are very tiring. <laughs> I don't know. We used to watch movies and now we don't. So yeah, now now if we're doing something, we usually do something, which I guess is cool. So. That is cool. Yeah, I, we were gonna come hike this yesterday. Actually, but it was raining, so we didn't. Yesterday's weather was weird. Yeah. But we're up here today. It's a little weird today. Again, we got our, like you said, uh, the world only goes so far because of the uh, low bit rate. But well, and just because we're in the clouds. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we got our heads in the clouds, people. Princess, you truly belong here among the clouds. But, yeah, I guess I would tell you go watch Detective Pikachu again if you're going to watch Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> Although, if you are, like, a huge Jim Carrey fan and you've been jonesing for his return, yeah, there, okay. are, there are definitely moments of, like, oh, here, they've uncorked the Carrey. Yeah, that, I guess that's the thing to come in. That's what I was kind of looking forward to. And I, I would say this is a better film for like a Jim Carrey fan than a Sonic fan. Yes, that's probably correct. But even a Jim Carrey fan, by this point, uh, that's the trouble with Jim Carrey. It's hard for him to go full, you know, wackadoodle now because... He's getting old. <laughs> he's getting old one, and he's done actual acting, so... And that, just his persona has gotten like kind of like wild, like yep. in a, well, in a metaphysical way. So I don't think he could be the hero again now. Right. So he's got to be the, the but he he's great villain. as the bizarre villain. Yeah, he he gets a pass on this film. Oh yeah, I, I if I I'm not, I don't think I'm ever going to sit down and rewatch this film. I could see myself just rewatching the Jim Carrey bits, like Supercut. Yeah, yeah. I could see that. But then I'd probably just want to watch some another, the another one. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, my favorite's the Truman Show because he has a few outbursts and then he acts in the other parts. So, <laughs> yeah, I often like the ones where he does that. He gets a little both. I, I never saw his number twenty-three. I think that was like him making a shift to full-on, full-on acting. Psycho. Um, one that's definitely for the list for this show is Eternal Sunshine as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good one. He doesn't get weird in that one. He lets um, Kate Winslet do it, which is kind of strange. But, mm. but it's yeah. I, I do know some people that really hate that movie though. Well, does... I haven't watched it in a long time, so I need to give that a go. Yeah. We'll be revisiting Carrie in this sci-fi sanctuary, because both of those films, and the number 23, probably all fit the bill. So. Yep. But for now, Sonic, uh, I guess if you're listening to this, chances are you probably gave it a view already, and hey, if you want to watch it again, that's great, but I don't think we are. No. <laughs> I, I will say this, though. I probably will watch Sonic 2. If, okay, if it comes out. I think, I... I think word, the word is that it's, they're working on it. 
Are they? Because this, like you said, this one came out of the gate well and then kind of uh, fell on its face because yeah, of but, the world. Yeah, but... because the, are they making movies? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've heard reports that they've some filming on some things have begun again. So yeah, we'll see. But um, well, yeah, but we'll see what Wave Two and Wave Three do to that. Yeah, um, I, I guess we're not going to be doing Sonic for you, but you want to hook up, hook them up with some more Pokemon. Yeah, I guess. Um, Maybe you list, Maybe you only listened to this episode on last week because I put it on the other feed. I don't know. Uh, maybe you're listening to this and you don't know about my Pokemon podcast. But I do a little Pokemon podcast called Luke Loves Pokemon. You can find that on Twitter at Luke Loves PKMN. In that one, I just talk about the Pokemans one family at a time. Uh, if you'd like the music you heard during this podcast, you can find more of Matt's music at rovingsagemedia.bandcamp.com. I assume you've gone with something bleepy bloopy for this one. Yeah, I'm Have sure. you got much bleepy bloopy stuff? I've got some bleepy bloopy stuff. Okay. I, I've been accused of making songs that sound like video games before, so I'll rock out on some of those. Nice, that's normally my favorite kind of music. <laughs> yeah. And uh, as for this, the, the, the main ship pod here, um, MLSF pod, MLSF pod, Seth. MLSF. 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 MLSFS. You've got Sanctuary. Oh, I forgot the Sanctuary. Okay. Oh, well. Yep, you can find us on Twitter at MLSFSPod. We're also on Facebook. I guess you can, like, rate and review on iTunes. They always say that on podcasts. I don't really care. I want to read a review. I would, I would read it, yeah. Even if it's a bleak one. It'd be fun. <laughs> so, as for now, it is time for you to... Gotta go fast! Out of our sci-fi sanctuary. Ready up. Thank you.